You are listening to Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of life. Now let us take this time to prepare our hearts and minds to pray. Today is Wednesday, August 15, 2018, and we read from Psalm 34. Fear the Lord is a repeated theme in these few lines we read in Psalm 34. Perhaps you're like me. I find it hard to hear the word fear associated with God. My mind conjures up a feeling of terror. I'm left asking, why should I be afraid of a God I'm supposed to love? Love and fear do not seem a healthy connection. Even after years of reading and studying the Bible, I find myself having to stop and be reminded, fear is not about terror, but awe and reverence. Awe was the feeling which filled my soul when I watched my children be born. The miracle of life reminded me how powerless I am in the big picture, and how awe-inspiring this God who calls forth life actually is. As you listen, what experience in your life left you standing in complete awe? And how did it inspire reverence? Let us listen to Psalm 34, verses 9 through 14. Fear the Lord, you holy ones, for those who fear him have no want. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you to fear the Lord. Which of you desires life and covets many days to enjoy good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. This past Sunday, the University of Maryland announced they were putting head football coach D.J. Durkin on paid administrative leave. The decision was in response to the tragic death of 19-year-old offensive lineman Jordan McNair. I assume releasing the news on Sunday had more to do with damage control than spiritual penance. On May 29th, Jordan had shown visible signs of distress during a workout. However, practices continued as usual. On June 13th, Jordan died of a heat stroke. The first disciplinary action taken in response to the tragedy happened on Friday, August 10th, when three assistant coaches were put on administrative leave. A storm is brewing as media outlets focus on the cause of the accident and the school's response. According to a report by ESPN, 
Several allegations by former players and unnamed sources focused on the director of sports performance, Rick Court. These sources felt Court contributed significantly to what they called an environment based on fear and intimidation, including throwing objects and small weights when angry. Court's actions stand in stark contrast to the philosophy of legendary football coach John Gagliardi. Gagliardi, who coached 60 years at St. John's University in Collegeville, Minnesota, was known for his unconventional coaching style. Some referred to it as winning with nose. There was no tackling in practice, no hitting blocking sets, and no football practice lasted longer than 90 minutes. He finished the winningest coach in college history with multiple conference and national championships. I googled do good when reflecting on Psalm 34. The most prominent result was an initiative started by the University of Maryland called the Do Good Institute. The institute intends to ensure every student who graduates from the school will be motivated to do good in their communities and around the world. The Do Good Institute was the brainchild of Bruce and Karen Levinson. Levinson was a former owner of the Atlanta Hawks professional basketball team. When he sold the team, he and his wife wanted to grow leadership in the nonprofit sector. They gifted $75 million to the University of Maryland to launch the Do Good Project. So today, on one side of the campus, a coaching staff has paid millions of dollars to scream and yell at young men and threaten their physical safety. On the other side of the same campus, students gather leftover food from the dining halls and distribute them to local shelters around town. I can't think of better evidence on why we should listen to the psalmist, depart from evil and do good, seek peace and pursue it. How effective is anger and intimidation in motivating you? And where do you feel pressure to be something you're not? When have you been blessed by a life-giving approach to leadership? And where can you do good today? I invite you to take this time to pray. Pray for the poor, for the hungry, and for the refugee. Pray for the wisdom and strength to respond in faith to the needs of others.
Let us listen one more time to Psalm 34, verses 9 through 14. O fear the Lord, you holy ones, for those who fear him have no want. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you to fear the Lord. Which of you desires life and covets many days to enjoy good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Let us pray. God of life, may we never cease to do good towards all people. May we, through the power of your Holy Spirit, become a source of hope for those who are hopeless, strength for the weak, light to those dwelling in darkness. Teach us to be good stewards of all creation, of the land, air, and sea, of all creatures large and small, and of all neighbors near and far. Lord Jesus Christ, bless us all with peace. In your loving name we pray. Amen. Now may God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we could ask or imagine, bless you and grant you the gifts of faith, hope, and love. Amen.